Thus says the Lord, Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her. All you who love her, exult, exult with her. All you who are mourning over her, oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, lo, I will spread prosperity over Jerusalem like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings, you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem, you shall find your comfort. I just love this scripture from Isaiah. Every time it comes up and I hear it, I just, mm, I smile. I, I have comfort. I just, uh, of course, for us, it is the joy and the fulfillment and the comfort that we have in our church as a mother, right? And I think of, when I, when I read this, I think of the grace that we have from these sacraments that, that God just gives us, just pours out upon us. I think of the rest that we find whenever we come here and we plop down in the pews, and I think of the love that we share when we come together uh, and just worship the Lord, right, as like one family. So as a mother, and not me as a mother, as a, when a mother is pregnant with a child, she cannot help having what her child needs within her. She can't help having the nutrients and the nourishment that her child needs just by her own nature. And the church that was formed by God himself cannot help but have everything that we need just within her. They cannot change themselves. A mother cannot change her nature. Thanks be to God. Even if a mother eats spicy foods, even if a mother has a glass of wine when she shouldn't, even if she neglects her own responsibilities at time, she can't change who she is. She can't change her nature as a mother to care uh, for the growth and the life of her child. And I take great comfort in this. Here we go. With all, the, with all the abuse, all the abuse that's been coming to light lately, seems like a long time, for all, for the crisis, that's just kind of happening, you know, for the scandal that we hear in the news, right, for the corruption in the church. I've been asserting over and over and over again when I talk about this, is that when priests, bishops, people, people in the church let us down, we trust all the more in Jesus Christ himself, right? Always, we trust him more. But I feel like I want to like reassert that we also trust in the church. We trust in the church because there is no uh, separation between Jesus, who we trust, and his church, which is his wedded bride forever. And so, in my own way of understanding, right? The way to respond to this or any crisis is awareness, concern, prayers, and hope. Awareness, concern, prayers, and hope. Because hope without awareness is like ignorance uh, or being naive. But hope coming out of full awareness, that's faith. Hope out of awareness is faith. 
And so what the Catholic Church needs is just continual conversion, continual healing. And justice is required for God to do his work in the church. But if God's hand is at work in the conversion that's already happening in the church, if God's hand is already at work in the healing, the growing pains that we're experiencing, the healing that we trust is coming, and it is coming, that I refuse to despair. I will not despair. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I will never despair about this church. And yes, I and we, I carry the pains, you know, of my own brother priests that have, that have uh, done such horrible things to the innocent people that trusted them and have betrayed the trust of the people they've been called to serve. And we all carry the pains of the many victims that, have, that, are, that are carrying these things that have happened to them. But I will say, no matter what I see or hear now or in the future, I will not despair because the good news of Christ in his church always trumps the bad news, any bad news of the people in it. So I love our church for who she is, not who she's not, the same way that I love you for who you are, not who you're not. And so there's always hope by nature of the church and Jesus in it. There was always hope in the future of our church. Jesus himself will always send out 72 and send out 72 more and send out 72 more to go out in his name, go, go, go out in his name and prepare his way and just make his gospel, his good news known. And he says, right, he says in the scriptures, he says, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. There will never be enough, but they will always come. And God will always provide, here today and after us, God will always provide faithful disciples. And he will always provide faithful, obedient shepherds, right, for his people. He provides this. Just a couple months ago, just a couple months ago, seven priests were ordained, uh, ordained from the same parish consecutively, <laughs> seven and seven. Have you heard of the seven and seven? Not the drink, seven and seven. Uh, seven and seven. Uh, I'm one of the seven that came out of St. Mary's in Hudson. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's awkward to have my name on it and have the bishop hold up the shirt of the ordination. That was awkward, but it's, it's definitely a message of hope. I appreciate that. So we have hope, right? Now, for the priests and the bishops that have let us down, do we feel like, like they are uh, wolves in sheep's clothing? Do we feel that way? Do we feel that maybe sometimes there are wolves among the sheep in the church, that they are never sheep at all? The answer is no. We might feel that way, but no one, we trust that no one within the flock of Christ is a wolf. There are only sheep that forget how to follow. That is true. Only sheep that forget how to follow are the ones that get lost. So what is our prayer? What is our prayer? That those who have uh, betrayed, um, who have hurt the church, hurt the world, hurt the people, we pray that they might find Jesus again. You know, re rediscover Jesus so that they repent, convert, 
face the justice of God so they can become once more who Christ and the church called them to be. He's called all of us from our baptism to be his sheep. So we can always become again who he called us to be. And so it is people that do wrong. It is not the church. Sinners sin, not the priesthood. And so we'll always have wounds in our church. We'll always need healing in our life and in the life of our church. But our mother, our mother, and the bride, the wedded bride of Christ will always have everything we need. Jesus Christ himself, who is our shepherd, and he's our lover, and he's our savior, and he's our Lord. So we will always have what we need. The church cannot change her nature, thanks be to our Lord. So whenever we're tempted to despair, no, I will not despair. We will always hope. Our hope can never be shaken. We trust in the Lord.